Lord, we want to give you praise. We want to give you glory. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the fragrance of your presence. We worship you, O oh Lord. Thank you for a new week. We thank you for your power present with us here in the studios. And we thank you in the name of the Lord Jesus for your power present in our spaces wherever we are. We give you praise for the healing miracles. As Jesus was teaching on that day, the power of God was present to heal. I thank you in the name of Jesus because your power is present to heal people. In the name of the Lord Jesus, thank you because headaches are dis disappearing instantly. Thank you because fibroids are dissolving instantly. Thank you because ulcers are healed instantly. Thank you in the name of Jesus for mighty, mighty healing miracles. Thank you for arthritis, rheumatism in the name of the Lord Jesus. All sort of diseases, asthmas in the name of Jesus are going. Thank you in the name of Jesus for new body parts that are given to people. We give you praise and glory. Thank you because your word is fulfilled in our midst. We give you glory. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Well, good morning. It's an honor to be in your space. It is with great pleasure that I want to welcome you to our healing campaign on Faith and Hope Pills. The Lord has declared to us that in the month of August, we will be seeing healings. And in obedience to that, to his voice, we are, we, we are teaching, you know, you know, for a period of, you know, of two weeks or so if the lord will if the lord will not ask us to do more we're going to be teaching on healing and the theme for you know this healing campaign is jesus the healer our text is act of the apostles chapter 10 and verse 38 i want to read it quickly then i'll share a thought with you then i'll just keep building on the thought the theme is jesus the healer so i'm actually going to title title this Faith and hope pills, Jesus the healer. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So it is clear from this scripture that Jesus is the healer, the devil is the oppressor. And you see, it's amazing that we seem to want to believe sometimes that Satan and Jesus have switched roles. Well, it's my assignment as your pastor to tell you that Jesus and Satan have not switched roles. In the pandemic, Jesus did not shake hands with Satan and say, Ah, beautiful. Satan, go and take a break. I will now make all Christians sick and give them COVID-19. That's a lie of the devil. So every single time that you say, God made me sick so that he will teach me a lesson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now you are seeing how much of a lie you are telling. The Bible says God himself endorsed Jesus. That's what the anointing is. The anointing is the endorsement of heaven upon a man to represent divine purposes. It's the endorsement of heaven upon a human entity to, re, to represent supernatural purposes. So the Bible says God himself endorsed Jesus of Nazareth by putting the Holy Ghost and power upon him. And Jesus, in response to this anointing, went about doing good and healing all. Because he is healing all. He is the healer. He is not the healer of some. He is the healer of all. Jesus is the healer. You know, many times, because we do not get the situation correct at definition, sometimes we are deficient. 
in mastery. We cannot master a situation if we cannot define it properly. You must understand that Jesus is the healer. He is not the defiler. It is Satan that is the defiler. Everything that defiles comes from the devil. It doesn't come from God. No, Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the healer. That's what I'm preaching to you this morning. And as I'm declaring to you, Jesus Christ makes you whole. That disease that is in your body, and they are calling it um, uh, kidney, kidney problems, the Lord is ad- addressing it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Th- that problem with your ovaries is being solved right now. I-, I see those fibroids. They are shrinking and shrinking until they disappear. Because why? Jesus Christ is your healer, and all he does is to heal. So roles have not been switched. That's the first thing I want to get you to get settled in your mind, that Jesus is your healer. You need to say that Jesus is my healer. You need to say that again. Jesus is my healer. And I trust that that blessed you. I'm Shemuel Lemedi, and I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Our Father in heaven, we want to thank you for this morning. We are honored to be yours. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Let your breath be upon your word again this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that let there be mighty healings in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' beautiful name we pray. Now, irrespective of what you are going through and how long you have gone through it, Jesus Christ is the healer. Irrespective of who died sick, Jesus Christ is the healer. Irrespective of who is a believer serving the Lord, serving the Lord faithfully and is still sick, healing is still the will of God. I want you to understand that when we speak with or when we speak the word of God to you, we are speaking the absolute authority. The final authority on the subject is whatever God's word says. The Bible says eh, in John chapter 8 and verse 32 that you shall know the truth. Definite article. Truth. Not so there are realities and there are superior realities. The superior reality is that many years before that disease came, Jesus Christ was endorsed by heaven, accredited with power to heal you. And the beautiful thing is that the words that he speaks, they are spirit and they are life. Those are the same words that are in my mouth this morning. It is with that same word that I speak to you. That God's word is locating anywhere in your body where sickness is hiding. And it's uprooting it by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I speak healing to your body. In the name of Jesus Christ. I speak healing to your body. In the name of Jesus. So Acts of the Apostles chapter 10 and verse number 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Please notice that God is mentioned twice in that place so that his involvement cannot be denied. First, it was God that anointed Jesus. Secondly, every time Jesus went out to heal, God was with him. So God cannot turn around and secretly say, I actually don't want them to be well. You would have to ask him, why did you, why did you anoint him? Why did you empower him to heal if you didn't want them to heal? 
So the first or the thing I want you to know this morning, it's not the first thing, you know. Of course, the first thing we began to see is that Jesus is the healer. The thing I want you to see this morning is that God wants you well. Yes. God wants you well. God does not want you sick. So the question of whether it is the will of God for me to be healed or the will of God for me to be well is already answered. God wants you well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jesus Christ wants you healed. God wants you delivered from that sickness. God does not want you to remain sick. I mean, it will be, it will be a mental instability for God to empower you for something and eventually declare that he doesn't want it for you. The fact that God anointed Jesus Christ to heal is a full evidence in itself. And one of the things that are going to be, some of the things we are going to be exploring is God's willingness. God's willingness. On our way to discussing God's willingness, one of the things we are going to see is that Jesus Christ did not just speak for God. He spoke as God. Jesus Christ did not just act for God as his representative. No, he was God in action. To wit that God was in Christ. All right? Personally present in Christ. That's what scripture says. Personally present. The Amplified. So you need to understand that that was God in action. Oh, every time Jesus stretched forth his hand to heal, that was God clarifying his intention. So never pray again and say, God, if it's your will, let this disease be done. No, faith begins where the will of God is known. Be rest assured or rest assured that God wants you well. That's enough to take you out of the sick bed, I assure you. I trust that I blessed you. I'm sure God made and I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Father, we give you praise for this morning. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for bringing us into a new week. Thank you for every testimony. Thank you for everything that you have done. Thank you for everything that we have learned. We give you praise. Thank you for breaking the backbone of sickness concerning our lives. We honor you, Jesus, our healer. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' beautiful name, we ask for eyes that see, ears that hear, and a heart that understands. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Well, good morning. It's an honor to be in your space as we continue our healing campaign, discussing about healing, discussing about Jesus, the healer. Yesterday in our, in our conversation, we got to Exodus chapter 15, I think, and verse number 26. Let us read it again, where the Bible says that he is the Lord that healeth thee. Exodus chapter 15 and verse 26. I will put none of these diseases upon thee that I have brought or permitted upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Alright? It is it is clear from this scripture. You see the the, the word translated brought in in um, in, 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 in English, translated from the Hebrew to English, is, proper, is, properly, is properly mentioned or properly translated as permitted. Permitted. All right. Satan is the author of darkness. He's the author of sickness. He's the author of disease. God will often or God will, when the need arises, permit or disallow. But it does not bring sickness on people, not even on sinners. 
all right because you know you know you know this scripture says he brought the diseases upon them yes you can take it literally you know you know the enemy will have what is there as coming upon them there's no i'm not trying to edit that out of your mindset but now the bible says i will put none of these diseases upon thee so as far as you are concerned god is saying very clearly i do not put diseases on you I know he said, I will not put, but I'm telling you that God does not put diseases on you. Why? Because he is the Lord and he does not change. If he was the God that heals in Exodus chapter 15 and verse 26, I'm declaring to you on June, um, what now? June 17th. 2020, that he is not the God that makes sick. God does not make sick. Why does he not make sick? The Bible says, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Again, let me put it in your face that he does not change. So if he was the God that he led, he is the God that heals and he is the God that will heal. You know, I mean, that is, you know, will heal. There's quote and unquote. I mean, your healing will manifest, but then Jesus has already healed you. I, I trust that my point is being made clearly. So God is not schizophrenic. God is not confused. He doesn't have a mental instability. Jesus cannot be your healer and God will be the one making you sick. I, 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 I get offended and ticked off in my spirit when I hear people say that probably God put this disease upon um, Auntie, what now, Uncle Kephas or something so that he will let, no sir, no sir. In any case, if he was supposed to learn a lesson, can't he just learn the lesson very quickly and move on? Is he so dull that he's going to stay in that sickness? No, we get it wrong when we attribute the work of the devil to God. We, we miss the point. Because ultimately, if you do not recognize it as the work of the devil, you will not be able to drive it away. The Bible says Jesus met a woman who was twice bent and said, this is a daughter of Abraham. Ought not this daughter of Abraham to be free on the Sabbath day? He, in the moment he identified that she was a daughter of Abraham, it was easy for him to get her healed because every legal right must have a legal basis. And so one of the journeys that we are going to be taking in this week is the basis for our healing. Very strongly is the fact that God is our healer. He's not the one that makes sick. I mean, God does not make sick. God does not make sick. Instead, Jesus is your healer. I trust that blessed you. I'm sure God made and I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Our Father, we want to give you praise and we want to give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you for the honor of being awake and being yours. We do not take for granted that we belong to you and you belong to us. Thank you because we are your sons. You are our father. Father, this morning again, we thank you for the power of your word to change a man. Be exalted, O Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you again. In Jesus' beautiful name we pray. Well, good morning. It's an honor to be in your space as we go into day two of our healing campaign. And I told you yesterday that we are talking about Jesus the healer. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Don't, don't forget 
that this Jesus has the endorsement of God. So, so Jesus is endorsed by God to do the next thing that Acts 10 38 we say. He says, Who went about based on this endorsement doing good? What is the good that he was doing? Healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So, I mean, the roles are clearly spelled out. I began to preach. To preach, actually, is to declare. Is to declare. So, I was consistently declaring yesterday that Jesus is the healer. And you know, sometimes we are careful in the world that we live in today to be sure that whoever is declared to be somebody is accredited. So if a man comes and tells you that I am a pharmacist, you carefully sniff around for his accreditation. So if, if, if a business wants to grow, the business wants to get registration from the Corporate Affairs Commission because that Corporate Affairs Commission's registration becomes like a, an accreditation. So I want to announce again to you that Jesus is the accredited healer. He is the healer, accredited by God. The Bible says God anointed him. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Why? For God was with him. God was with him. So God ensured that his signature, his own signature was never absent when Jesus healed. That means every single time Jesus healed, God was showing up. This is how God showed up in the life of Jesus and his ministry. He healed all that were oppressed. Jesus is the healer. You see, and the same way you accept him as Lord over your spirit is the same way I am announcing that he is the healer so that you can accept him as Lord over your body. Jesus is your healer. Back in the days in America, Brother Hagin reports that men used to come out to the altar the same way they come to get born again. They will come out to the altar and come and receive Jesus as their healer. When they come out to receive Jesus as their healer, they never ever have any disease that they do not announce to Jesus. Listen to me. Listen to me. One of the lies of the devil that, that, that he tells us especially when believers are sick, is that probably God is doing something. You know, God's ways are mysterious. God's ways are mysterious. We really cannot understand them. No, no, not true, not true, not true, not true. I know that God is deep. I know that God cannot be fully captured in one encounter and one experience. But I tell you the truth, God's ways are clear. His ways are in Scripture. My ways are not your ways, neither are my thoughts your thoughts, but your thoughts are captured in Scripture. So shall it be that every word that comes out from my mouth shall not return to me void. I mean, your thoughts are there revealed in Scripture. So it's not God that makes sick. Why? Because Jesus is the healer. And one thing you must know about Jesus, Jesus was not the mouthpiece of God. No, Jesus was God in action. The prophets were mouthpiece of God. But Jesus spoke as God. Prophets spoke for God. Jesus spoke as God. Jesus was God in action. 
Jesus is God in action. One of the strongest scriptures in my spirit this morning is that scripture in Hebrews chapter 13, where the Bible says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, <laughs> he's the same today, and he's the same forevermore. If he was the healer in the Bible, he is the healer today. Jesus Christ is your healer. I speak against that disease this morning that has been lingering in your body. It is caused and passed out of your body right now. In the name of Jesus, peace to your mind. I speak to somebody's eyes. Peace to your eyes. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Why? Jesus Christ is your healer, accredited by heaven. There is no need for him to show you his certification. It's written in Acts 10, 38. How God certified Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil is satan that is the oppressor jesus is the healer i trust that blessed you i'm sure god let me do. and i thought to bring you a word of faith and hope thank you lord jesus father we want to thank you for this morning and we give you praise thank you for your presence here with us we thank you in the name of the Lord Jesus for your awesome power that is meeting everybody with the same anointing. The same anointing present upon me is resting upon everybody under the sound of my voice this morning. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you in the name of Jesus for healings in people's bodies. Thank you in the name of the Lord Jesus for restoration in the bodies of people. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We praise your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' beautiful name, we pray. Well, good morning. It's an honor to be in your space. Very quickly this morning, I want to remind you again that God wants you well. There are too many things that God has done to prove that he wants you well. Number one, when he made you, he did not make you sick. Scripture says in Genesis that everything that he made was good. Then, very importantly, the Bible says, even after the advent of sin, Scripture says, there was a system. Thou shalt serve the Lord thy God. He will bless your water, your food and your water, and he will take away sickness from your midst. You see that? So, he was not in the plan for them to be sick. Then the Acts of the Apostles chapter 10 and verse 38, the Bible says, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good. And healing all that were oppressed of the devil this morning let me tell you that there is something called the anointing that breaks that destroys that removes and annihilates sickness and disease i declare to you in the name of the lord jesus christ let every area of pain let every area of dismay let every area of disappointment be touched by the power of the anointing of God's spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. There's somebody hearing me this morning. You need a miracle in your ears. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Let that ear pop open right now in the mighty name of Jesus. There's a fungal infection. I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let that let healing come right now, right now, right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. I see somebody that you have gotten infected over over a period of time because of the use of public space i pray for you in the name of jesus let it pass out of you right now in the mighty name of jesus christ so it is true from scripture that god does not want you sick no he doesn't no he doesn't you know one of the things that 
you know, we came across yesterday, and I feel it is okay for us to emphasize, is that there is nothing normal about sickness. Healthy is normal. You will hear some people push out certain school, certain, certain mindsets and say, ah, ah, how will you live a whole year and not even be sick? It's normal. The body will shut down. No, that's not how the body was designed to. No, it was not designed to shut down. No, you were designed to live in health. You were born good. You were born good. You were created healed. As a matter of fact, you were born healthy. Healing, healing was not the ultimate of God. Healing became an addition to the plan. You are supposed to live in eternal life. In eternal life, it is life reproducing life. Life reproducing life. There was never a time. Sickness is death in manifestation. Sickness is death in manifestation. The reason why you fear disease is because it eventually kills you. So you see, it's a manifestation of death. If death was in the original plan, then we would have known. No. The Bible says it's the day that you eat of the food that you will surely die. So death was not in the original plan. So you need to understand that sickness was not in the original plan. And therefore, I declare to you, that sickness in your body is a stranger. I command it to check out of your body now in the name of the Lord Jesus. As I'm speaking these words, God's spirit is confirming. God's angels are running into action and bringing it to pass. I declare to you in the name of Jesus Christ, that sickness, that disease is crushed and passed out of your body in the name of Jesus. Somebody, you just came out from the hospital in about a month ago, you were admitted. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I speak for you. I speak to you in the name of Jesus. Affliction will not rise again the second time. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The money you are spending on bills, now you will be spending it on infrastructure. You will be spending it on housewarming. You will be spending it on sowing seeds. You will be spending it on doing things for humanity. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for you. In the name of Jesus, the power of sickness and disease is broken over you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray in the name of Jesus, those petty headaches, petty, petty headaches, everyday headache, headache, you have become addicted to Panadol. I break it in the name of Jesus. And there is somebody, excruciating pain, excruciating pain in the head. You have needed heavy analgesics. Jesus Christ is touching you. The oil and balm of Gilead is lending on you right now. In the name of Jesus. Now, I trust that blessed you. I'm Shegma Lemede. And I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Our Father, we want to give you praise for this morning. We truly honor you. And just thank you for the miracle of waking up. Thank you in the name of Jesus for being such a good God. Again, as we go into your word, we ask humbly that you will open our eyes. Cause us to see in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' beautiful name we pray. Well, I trust that you rested well. Good morning. It's an honor to be in your space. Let's go straight into God's word. Now, again, like you might have observed, um, what is said yesterday is sometimes repeated today and may be repeated tomorrow or some other day later for the sake of emphasis. Not for the sake of cluelessness, but for the sake of emphasis. Please hear this. If it's for your first time, then hear it. If you have heard it before, then note it again. That repetition is the key to lasting impression. So when you hear it and hear it again, it stays in a place in your heart where it can never be edited out. Now, Jesus is the healer because God wants you well. 
God wants you well, all right, to the end that he would provide a system that can bring you out of sickness if you ever get sick. Why, why, why am I saying this? Let, let's read the scriptures. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10 and verse 38. The Bible says, How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good. Emphasis, doing good. And healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Now, the Bible says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the surface of the upon the surface of the deep, and the spirit of God hovered over the surface of the waters. And God said in verse three, "Let there be light," and there was light. Now the story of creation began. Then he came to a point in that story, and the Bible says, "And God saw that everything that He made was good." Aha. Everything God made, including man, was good. The Bible says in doing good, Jesus Christ was healing the sick. That means if you put those two scriptures together, you will discover that, aha, uh -huh, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 31, and then God saw that everything he had made, and indeed, it was very good. God saw that everything he had made was indeed very good, including man. Man was made good. Jesus Christ was doing good and healing. That means sickness was not in the original creation and intention of God. I'm very sure that if God didn't want you well, he would have created sickness. Yeah, that's how I want us to think because perspective is everything. But how you see is how you live. Perspective is everything. You need to understand that that sickness is a stranger in your body. And I'm talking particularly to people who have gotten used to certain diseases. Somebody, you are just slightly above 40 and you just, you just feel like it's okay to carry that back pain along. No. And a lady, you know, you have had this consistent disability since you were a child and it's just okay for you. I mean, you have learned to live around it. You can walk with it. You can, you can, um, you, you can go to school with it. You can do business with it. You have some little money with you and um, you are even dating somebody. And you think it's okay? No. 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 A thousand times. No. No. If it's not good, God did not make it. The Bible says he saw that everything he had made, and God made you. That means God did not make you sick. If God did not make you sick, then sickness is definitely not the property of God. You have a right to chase it away. Bible says Jesus Christ was doing good and chasing all the oppressions of the devil out. So my message to you this morning is that sickness is not in your default. You were not made to be sick. You were born good. You were born healed. I trust that blessed you. I'm sure going to let and I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Lord, we praise you. Hallelujah. We give you glory. Thank you for the power of your word. We thank you for this morning. 
be magnified, be glorified. Thank you in the name of Jesus again for eyes that see, ears that hear, and a heart that understands. As we go into your word, we ask for open eyes in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' beautiful name, we pray. Well, good morning. It's an honor to be in your space, bringing you God's word. Again, I feel very strongly in my spirit to reiterate that sickness and disease is not normal. All right. One of the things that we have discovered in the last few days, and which I want us to, you know, I want us to press forward in as we go into a new week, is the fact that once something is not good, it's not normal for you. Evil is not normal. Stop. Don't don't normalize what God has not normalized. You know, the originality of creation has been bastardized by the fall, and as such, there are many things that we have come to to know and embrace as part of our lives that was was not in the original. Let, let's let's go to the original Genesis chapter one and verse thirty one. And God saw everything that He had made, and behold, it was very good. Please take note that everything God had made was very good. You would agree with me that any day that you feel sick in your body is not a good day. No, you, you can't call it good. You can't say, oh, I'm good, but I'm sick. So you will know that from, from the word sick and disease, disease actually means broken ease. Your body is at ease, then the ease is broken. That's what a disease is. Something that comes to break the ease that is already in your body. Now, how can that be good? So if it's not good, then it cannot be normal. My sister, menstrual pain is not normal. Don't listen to old wise fables. It's not normal. It's not normal to always have a cold. It's not normal. And I told you that if you have not been defeated in your thoughts, then you cannot be defeated in your lives. The main aim of these teachings is to bring us to a place of mental transformation. There is nothing normal about being defeated. There is nothing normal about failure. There is nothing normal about sickness. There is nothing normal about disease. There is nothing normal about it. The Bible does not say, and when God saw everything he made, he discovered that sickness was there. Then he said it was good. There was nothing there. All through, from the beginning, he saw that everything he made was very good, very good. Take note of the word, very good. I mean, there couldn't have been sickness in that place. There couldn't have been disease in that place. So the, the idea that a disease is normal and you can just live with it is not of God. No, it's not of God. It's not of God. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 15 and verse 26, it says, If thou wilt diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments, and keep his status, I will put none of these diseases which I have brought upon the Egyptians upon thee. For I am the Lord that healeth. He doesn't say, I am the Lord that makes you sick. I am the Lord that healeth thee. If sickness was normal, then you will not have the Lord that healeth. Oh, this again. It's a scripture that clearly tells us that the Lord is your healer. The Lord is not the one that makes you sick. The Lord is your healer. 
and he is the Lord that healeth. Take note, he consistently, continuously heals. He is the Lord that healeth. But the Bible says that even when the fall had come into place, Jesus, or a type of Jesus, redemption was revealed by Moses. And the Bible says, if you will listen and hearken diligently to my voice, I will ensure that none of these diseases that have come upon the Egyptian comes upon you. So God has always has always had a plan to protect his people from sickness and disease. Listen to me. God's will for you is not sickness. I think if we can get that out of the way, then we can walk in health. God's will for you is healing and health. He is the Lord that healed you. And that Lord is appearing to you as the healer today in the name of the Lord Jesus. I trust that blessed you. I'm Shagun Alemede, and I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope.